0: i
1: Of the Ink Studs is brought to you by House of Ore, Roll 20, and Colonial Souls, all co created by Nolan T. Jones. Nolan is an avid Ink Studs listener and appeared on a few of our book club episodes back in 2011. He'd like for you, his fellow listeners, to know that House of Ore is a fantasy webcomic that's a bit different from its peers due to the way it updates, using reader input that is not just choose your own adventure gimmicks, but instead lightly shapes the background of the world. Roll20 is the most popular way to play tabletop role-playing games online, with nearly a half million users. One of Nolan's duties for Roll20 is running the digital artwork marketplace, where he helps distribute creator-owned role-playing content. Finally, Colonial Souls is an upcoming comic. Nolan wrote about a dying alien race in need of ghostly spirits to inhabit the eggs of their next generation. You're listening to Inkstuds. Um, my guest this week is Lane Milburn. His new book is 12 Gems from Fantagraphics, as well as his book from, I'm going to say, five years ago. Does that sound uh, right?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it came out in 2000, early 2010, four years ago.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. Death Trap as well as his work can be found in the closed captions comics anthologies, as well as uh, your website or your Tumblr. What's your Tumblr called?
0: Oh yeah, uh, my Tumblr's new. It's uh, spectralworlds.tumblr.com
1: There we go. And uh, you can find the um, short comic he posted there, Organized Grime. Yeah. um, Which is complete, which completed a little while ago. So... Uh huh. There we go. Stuff to check out. Uh, thanks for joining me today, Lane. Oh,
0: thank you for having me. Thanks so much.
1: Um, now you're probably going to get this uh, comparison a bunch, so I hope I'm not repeating other folks. Um, Reading Twelve Gems uh, is the closest I've come to a heavy metal comic. <laughs>
0: um, in, a dol- in, in modern, t- in in this decade, or
1: something. yeah, yeah, no, it and it's in a in a delightful way, because, like, I see people, like, making these illusions, being, like, heavy metal, and it's like, no, it's just like... I don't even know how to describe stuff that people call heavy metal when it's...
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, thank you. I mean, I I love... uh, Of course, I love heavy metal. Um, I, uh, you know, Mobius and Drouillet are big... Corbin are big heroes of mine. Um... I uh, I was yeah I, I I was totally floored by each of their work as I was introduced to it and um, and I think I, heavy metal uh, as well as um, something like 2001 A.D. and then and then into the 80s uh, first comics and Pacific Comics it, all that stuff has has been more attract more attractive to me for the most part than than Marvel DC because uh, uh, I, I just feel like those the the first few publishers I mentioned um involved like a much more personal uh take on on the genres, uh, on the on um pulp genre material than um and th- they weren't this this uh you know massive this massive corporate um like commercial web... product. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and and, and like a uh, big like mark cross cross merchandising cross uh story web un, untranslatable web of 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 storytelling you know that's that that was just crossover after crossover and just totally um totally de- degraded or something i mean there are plenty of good uh marvel and dc books but um yeah i, I was really you know by degrees uh I, I was just drawn into 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 that other stuff
1: well let's get a bit of a little, bit of background of kind of what got you kind of doing work like this cuz you're back you went to art school for painting right
0: uh-huh yeah i went to maryland institute college of art in baltimore
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um yeah i went in there uh with the ambition to do um classical figurative painting and it, I, I, I did lots of life drawing I did lots of life painting and some still lifes and 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 that sort of thing um, uh, and then comics were kind of in the, in the background um, I um, I grew up reading comics in 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 bursts I mean I was I, I think as a kid I was I was never too um, deeply involved in reading comics except for shamefully uh except uh, spawn you know when i was like <laughs> 11 or something that's the the only one that, series that i like followed um i i followed carefully for a while other than that you know i just kind of had you know a, an issue of this an issue of that lying around and was you know lots of movies and video games and stuff uh, as an as an adolescent um and then i in high school i decided i wanted to be a a painter um and actually, in two thousand and seven, I studied, uh, I studied traditional painting with this this Norwegian painter named Odd Nerdrum, who had a summer sort of residency program uh, through my school at his his home in uh, in southern Norway. Uh, I was I stayed there for eight weeks. Oh wow! Uh, in, in summer two thousand and seven, uh, and that was an interesting experience. Um, um, it was uh, the, the some of the I, I really liked him. Uh, uh, some of the other kids there had this this kind of um, very doctrinaire, hard ass approach, uh, idea, almost like ideological, you know, approach towards painting uh, uh, classical works uh, that that only depicted things that could have existed, you know, in the seventeenth century. Like you wouldn't do a portrait of your friend in a T-shirt or something like that. And it just became this very, it's that, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, it, it, that seemed um, very contrived to me. And yeah. uh, I had been exposed, I had been actually doing comics um, uh, on the side uh, up until then. Um, when I was a freshman at MICA, I, um, a buddy of mine um, I had gotten into, well, growing up in Lexington got me kind of close with the the... the noise shows, I went to lots of noise shows like the Hair Police and um, uh, you know, just lots of other bands coming through and then um, that kind of somehow a friend and I kind of uh, came upon like Paper ad and Paper Rodeo through that kind of scene that that avenue and then like when I had gone off to college, my best friend from high school mailed me uh, a copy of Paper Rodeo that he had picked up on in some uh, somewhere in the streets of Providence or something and that was a huge deal for me um, uh, you know and and that was also around the time we did the first closed caption comics book okay. which I think in each of us uh, uh, each of us kind of were, were in a different department at, at Micah, but we we came together uh, to do these at the beginning, very crude, um, kind of like kind of release, sort of comics, just like really s- stupid, you know, dick jokes and scribbled nonsense stuff, and 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 um, it was it was kind of just like a fun thing we would do on the side. Um, towards the beginning, Ryan Cecil Smith was always doing comics. That I do remember. He was always doing comics. Somewhat exclusively. Um It's pretty ingrained
1: and... into him when you like look at his work you could tell like it's always comics are always kind of running through there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean he's he's a natural too. I mean I think even a lot of his, his um early stuff was just, is, is, is really beautiful too. I mean, these, these really ambitious screen printed books and things he, he made. And yeah, I mean, if I hadn't met that crew, I seriously doubt I would be doing comics, but so yeah, there was, um, to kind of wrap all that up, he was, uh, uh, we were kind of like every year or every semester doing an issue of CCC. Um, and then, uh, and then gradually, I think for each of us, comics became the more central uh, uh, preoccupation. And, and, and for me, the kind of last straw was, was coming back from Norway and feeling kind of, like, down on, on painting and, and, and feeling, feeling anxious all about what I was going to do after I graduated. And I think at that point, I started plunging more, more into screen printing and then into comics. And then I did a, my senior year, I did a big zine uh, called The Mages Tower, um, which was screen printed and photocopied like 28 pages of comics that was the that was a sort of landmark thing for me and then I did a few more CCC's um, and then a couple of years after let's see, I graduated in '08, and then in '09 I was working on Death Trap and that won the Zarek that fall and then came out in, in, uh, in uh, early 2010 so that's the path I've been on ever since how old
1: were you when you went to Norway?
0: Oh, uh, 21. I was a junior, uh, at Mica. Twenty, twenty-one. Yeah.
1: Is that like the first time you'd gone far away? Oh Mica? yeah.
0: That was the first time I had b- b- before that I had never even been to Canada. Never. I, I had never left, uh, the continental US. Um, so that was, uh, that was, it, it was a really once in a lifetime experience. Um, just, you know, uh, it was this sunny farm, uh, it was very warm in the summer on the south of, uh, southern coast of Norway, um, you know, beautiful, uh, beautiful coastal scenery, uh, a lot of people from all over the world, um, you know, a few Americans, a few Norwegians, and, you know, uh, uh, someone from, from Israel, someone from, um, Denmark, you know, it was, uh, this this painter is is uh, um, yeah I mean he just kind of he, he just kind of hosts uh, this kind of informal residency program and watching him paint watching Andre was wonderful um, and uh, I I uh, actually I think some something of that uh, of that stays stays with my work and I I, I think it's the the the, the cross etching and the tonality and the interest in light and dark and modeling of forms you know i mean uh, uh 12 gems is every page is buried under cross hatching and i and, <laughs> and, and 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 i'm i also adore crumb i mean you know uh, uh, uh getting the, the 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 coffee table art from the library um in college was that that totally blew me away um and you know i've been i've worshiped him ever since and and something something about the cross hatching approach i guess just felt right to me and i think it it had to has to do with my fine art background um
1: there's something really form creating about cross hatching that it's this kind of um depth in the characters like this physical depth
0: yeah mhm yeah it's it's uh just a way of understanding light and shadow and space and um yeah that was just the easiest way for me uh to kind of to kind of create space and 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 figures and in environments and in the panels and everything like that um um yeah and 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 before this might be a strange leap, but like you know even before that i i was really attracted to paper rodeo because that 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 sort of um you know lit- lit up my my fine art brain, you know, I don't think if I had been exposed to like um like, Love and Rockets. At that time, I would have been as as attracted to Love and Rockets visually. I mean, now I now Love and Rockets is 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 literally my my favorite comic in the world. But at that time, you know, I wasn't reading too many comics, and um, I um, was drawn into comics from from a very visual fine art um, perspective. And I and 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 I think, you know. All those paper rodeo guys they they went to art school and probably studied fine arts and were coming at comics from from a very non-professional you know non like slick contour line and black spotting um, uh, method or you know it was just kind of like a just just scribble out the whole scribble across the whole page kind of it was it, to me that's a very fine art take uh, on comics you know mm-hmm. Brian Chippendale and Matt Brinkman is filling. Uh, filling the surface with marks and and, and all of that. Um, and there's something um, specifically
1: with Brinkman where the way he creates figures is in such
0: an abstract way
1: in comparisons with anyone else at that point.
0: Um, abstract?
1: Like, uh, maybe abstract's not the right word. Like, the way the lines... Like, it's just like he's putting down a bunch of lines just yeah. really rough lines, and a figure comes out of it. Where, yeah, right. You know, someone else is going to draw this figure. Here's a leg, here's his arm. Uh, but with him, it's just like, this shape pops out of all these other lines. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, he gets structure. You know, those, those 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 armored plated dudes he draws have so much structure and, and physicality with just a few scribble lines, because uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's got a great a great sense of drawing and form and and yeah
1: now um talking about your own work um mm-hmm. you hear, hearing you talk about being from kentucky that kind of um makes death trap like i kind of connect with it in a different way um <laughs> and i'm wondering how much of that is just like kind of pulling from your own adolescence
0: Oh yes, it is <laughs> very much of it. But, very, I, I I knew all of those all of those 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 fucks and <laughs> and um it's I'm actually the book I'm working on now is is uh it, by which I mean the thing that I've I've done two pages of that I'm starting on now is is is, is going to be a bit more like Death Trap but even more personal I think um, more. You know semi autobiographical more drawing from people I knew in high school. high school was the most absolutely fucking miserable time of my life but they, but at the same time there were you know lots of characters that that have stuck in my memory um, um um yeah I mean let me think those yeah those stupid kids in death trap yeah, I would hang out with those those kinds of kids on weekends in high school uh totally. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah
1: so you grew up in um what was it in the capital there oh
0: no one? uh the capital's frankfurt i grew okay. up in lexington which okay. is, which is the second largest city so i grew i grew up in a city i mean i grew up in the suburbs really um you know a very you know very uh close-knit family life very like uh i don't know just just suburban kind of uh bland I, I i i don't know i i uh it's it, it's <laughs> never a place i would move back to but it's 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 fine it is it's a very uh college sports uh, obsessed uh town so there's the the university of kentucky football and basketball team is like a it's like a religious uh preoccupation for 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 a lot of people down there
1: Um, is that part of the reason of deciding to go to Baltimore just to kind of get away? Well,
0: oh God. Yeah. I mean, the, um, I mean, I, I, uh, you know, was offered a nice scholarship to Micah and I, I went to the, the, the little fair they have where you can meet up with the representatives and get portfolio reviews and, and whatever. Um, uh, and I, I I liked the, the guy from Micah a lot and, I visited Micah and um, loved it. I mean, yeah, so that was just the obvious choice. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a wonderful uh, transition.
1: Um, So Death Trap being your first kind of bigger work, but it seems to be kind of informing a bunch of your comics with like some of the characters reoccurring.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially uh-huh. the,
1: the bird head guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's here to stay. I don't know. He's um yeah, he's even in some like littler stuff uh that's strewn throughout um so, some of the CCC anthologies. I think well he's in Mage's Tower. I don't know. Yeah, he, he just kind of appears in every book. Um he his name changes or he'll be unnamed. Uh yeah, he has a very brief cameo in Twelve Gems. Um but uh well, I first did a mini comic with that character ages ago in Brian Ralph's comics class <laughs> at my uh, at Micah. Uh, yeah, I I, I I was in his class. I I, I loved his class. Um, and uh, it, it, yeah, I first did that character for a little mini for my um final project in Brian Ralph's class. And uh, people, my friends, just kind of like loved that character, and I did too. So I just decided to stick him in in everything. Um, it's just fun. I don't know to, to, there are some references to like my friend's work too. in some of, some of my books, I, I can't think of an example right now, but, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: Thinking about uh, 12 Gems, I mean, most of your closed caption comics contemporaries, just adding that extra C there, um, didn't really, they've (laughs) all done uh, smaller works, um, but you kind of, after, you know, the last volume came out, your next big book, your next book was a big book, um, and I'm wondering about the choice of, like, you know, putting in, I don't know how many pages is 12 Gems, like 250?
0: 268? Oh, that was a good guess. I think... Yeah, <laughs> very good guess. Um, yeah, I... Uh, well, Connor has... Connor is, is into long-form storytelling. He has an amazing book out from uh, Fanta called The Amateurs. Um, have you seen that?
1: Yeah, I actually got it the sa- same time I got uh, 12 Gems. They gave it to me when I... Um, okay. Went to the office a
0: couple Cool. Ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's... he's uh, Um, a storyteller too. I I don't know. I mean, that, yeah, as soon as I decided I was going to do, I I was going to, comics were going to be my thing, I, I, I I gravitated towards long form stories and I'm not totally sure what the reason is for that. I love, uh, I love, uh, novels, I love movies, um, I love a couple of TV shows um, and um, I love just telling long sprawling kind of stories um i would write stories as a little kid i would you know i would when i was a little kid i would have i would i would i would create uh stories with my action figures you know with in, in, hanging out with friends or something in in like first grade and 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 create stories that would just go on for days you know I, that 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 i just love and and i i love manga i love um uh, uh long form long form comics in general, yeah, I mean in love and rockets, like I said, I love long sprawling stories um yeah. uh it's just uh yeah when i was in when I was in Baltimore, I checked out a lot of manga from the Enoch Pratt library, and that was just a blast i, I don't know reading reading all of Dragon Ball or <laughs> you know, read, reading all of Akira reading um all kinds of stuff that that was just some of the greatest fun I have ever had reading comics. Um, the, the, just these long sprawling, uh, things. Um, I started working on 12 gyms almost four years ago and there, there were, there were a few little breaks here and there. Um, I had tendonitis, which was awful and I've, I'm, I'm better now. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, they, and then Death Trap I drew in like a few weeks, which is insane. So uh, Death Trap I drew very small. I drew it at at almost at that size. Really? In the book, yeah. And and Twelve Gems uh, is quite a bit bigger and with a smaller nib. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully this next thing I'm this next thing I'm working on shouldn't take more than it'll probably be less than half of the time Twelve Gems took me. But uh, yeah I, I, I don't know. I love and and uh, my my girlfriend, uh, Anya Davidson and also one of my favorite cartoonists, uh, who has an awesome book from Picture Box called School Spirits. Have you seen that?
1: I have seen it. I haven't gotten it yet.
0: Though. Oh, you should check it out. It's wonderful. Um, it, but uh, you know we we're watching like we're watching Battlestar Galactica, which um, she loves and I think is is okay. <laughs> and it's uh, it started out awesome. It started out awesome. Um, anyway, but there's just you know we there's something about long form stories that's so engrossing and and juggling all these different characters and um, it it just long it just impresses the hell out of me what um, Los Bros have been able to do. You know, like 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 that Jaime is is still doing uh still doing Maggie and Hopi stuff when. They, those, Maggie, Hopi, and Penny Century appeared on the very first page of *Love and Rockets*. He did in like what 1981 or something. Like, it's incredible to me yeah. that the uh, uh, how how much stay their characters have had and how many fascinating characters they've they've created. Um, and uh, it it it's, it sucks that that um, there's uh, there are not well it, it used to be easier to do serialized um uh alternative comics, of course, until until that market collapsed and you know uh, uh yeah, <laughs> i'm just I'm kind of getting into blabber mode, but yeah <laughs> okay. serial, serial entertainment, long form yeah, gotta love it.
1: um I was thinking about the um the beginning of Battlestar, just how greatly anxiety inducing it is as everyone's going crazy not able yeah. to sleep because they have to keep
0: jumping. Oh my god, yes. The at the beginning, the first two seasons of that show were fucking amazing. And then something happened. I don't know, man. We we I'm like in the middle of season 4 and I just it's hard to even continue because I feel like it's the show has been so butchered. That's how I felt about Twin Peaks. Like after after the big reveal, I couldn't really watch it anymore. It was it was just had been so compromised. Um um yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> um
1: now with your art style in telling a long form story, um I was thinking about how um what kind of kind of um ideas you're bringing in stylistically and kind of in regards I don't want to say mark making, but I'm going to say mark making
0: um in 12 gems. Um hmm. Well like I was saying the the, the cross hatching is kind of my natural approach i don't I, I never really think my, the, i I would say that the the aspect of of my comics that I think least about is 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 is, is the hand on paper visual approach mm-hmm. to you know just how I work out uh, 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 figures and forms and panels I mean that like I was saying is kind of the product of uh, of of um, you know looking at uh, of Fine art, uh doing a lot of charcoal and pencil uh life drawings and portraits and and then and then from there being so enamored by Mobius and Crumb and Driet and um and um and then, you know, Basil Wolverton and um I don't know. It was just to kind of an irresistible mark making style for me. I yeah. it's toning itself down, I think, in this New thing I'm working on, and also in that comic organized grime I did on uh, uh, on Tumblr. Um, I'm trying to tone it down. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to either have hatching that just goes up and down or left and right, you know, so that it is so that there are not all these these you know uh, uh, this infinity of like cross cross layers of cross hatching. I feel like you know. I feel like the mark making should be. Contour or black spotting or up and down hatching or left and right hatching you know I think I think I should limit myself to that um, I don't want to get into such here I'm saying all of this shit and I'm and I'm just gonna contradict it all on uh, uh, you know when I go back to the drawing table but I don't know <laughs> I always I always say like my next book i'm I'm gonna cut out the cross hatching and get get to storytelling and important stuff and dialogue and you know character development i'm not going to waste all this time doing hatching and you know it, it's just it's comfortable for me but you know i i think i can have both like keep 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 that cross hatching keep that hatching and cross hatching style but sort of sort of control it better and contain it and and, and not just hatch 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 you know add ad infinitum on all of those panels
1: is it kind of like a crutch
0: uh in my in my lower moods i i i think of it that way um, 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 but but you know I I tried to okay so since I finished twelve gems in uh, November I've I've started on two different projects that I scrapped one I did like twenty pages on and I and I think it was just because like graphic novel projects and I think it's just I I I, I, I uh, accumulated so many. Superfluous ideas while I was working on Twelve Gems, you know, all the all the that time, and um, you know, I, I had to like cram them into something, but it just wasn't working. And I would try to, I was like, okay, this book is going to be contour and black spotting only. And then I would look at the page and I was like, ah, that's just I don't like it. And 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 then hatch it all in. And I was like, yeah, that's 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 the way. Um, so it sometimes feels like a crutch. I think it's just what it really is. Is it's my natural inclination. Um I, I try to temper it and, and, you know, um control it as I go on, but I, I do think it's my natural approach. I mean, you know, Crumb wouldn't be Crumb without his beautiful tonalities and cross hatching and, and and so on. And Basil Wolverton wouldn't be Basil Wolverton without his, you know, maniacal obsessive stippling and whatever <laughs> the fuck is going on there. Same and, with Joe Sacco. I, oh yeah yeah, yeah, totally um there's
1: something wonderfully like acidy
0: to twelve Gems.
1: acid acidy as psychedelic maybe
0: oh yeah, yeah, i mean it's it's um well like, i'll I'll go on here and uh, i'll i'll say I've never done acid <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's it's um i think it's just referencing a lot of um a lot of uh just you know like old album covers like rock yeah. album covers and and um 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 heavy metal album covers and heavy metal comics heavy metal magazine it's you know it's uh um
1: it's like the cover should come with like a 12 minute drum solo <laughs>
0: yeah right yeah it's 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 um yeah, I mean, I like psych music. I mean, my 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 jam is more like, you know, thin lizzy and hard rock and, and and heavy metal and some death metal and 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 stuff like that. Uh I just grew up on that stuff. Um and uh you know, all those uh a lot of those album covers have really meticulous, you know, hand-drawn artwork. Um I don't know. Drugs, man. I'm not into <laughs> drugs. I'm, I'm just not, I'm not into drugs. Well, it doesn't even necessarily gonna... mean have to be doing drugs. Like, <laughs> I I've, know.
1: I've never actually done uh, acid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Ink Studs Confessional Hour. Um, right. But I mean, but it's you just. get
0: everyone else on here, you know? Yeah. Every uh, cartoonist you've ever interviewed, call them back up and just be like, what have you done? What have you not done? <laughs> what would you like to do?
1: yeah i I've had interviews where I've wanted to get more depth of that but um, that, that, <laughs> yeah. that's another thing else entirely um so organized prime, uh that's painted right
0: yeah so i um i started um using the light box to do uh i w- do the pencil and ink on one page and then put another sheet on top and then do the colored ink on top of that with the light box and it's just a ton of fun um uh by the way can you uh sound is good right now yeah okay cool um yeah it's a ton of fun and i just you know i love doing color work um and you know tumblr is the easiest way to put that put that out and um i would like to eventually do something full color long form but um the thing i'm working on now i think is just going to be black and white again with maybe like another Pantone, uh, blue or something for, uh, like a two color Pantone thing. Um, and I think once I can jettison my, my day job, I can, (laughs) I'll probably, probably do a full color, uh, uh, long form book, but for now I'll probably just keep doing, um, those, those things on, on Tumblr as shorter stories.
1: Now, you just did uh, TCAF and Cake. Um, I guess Cake being in your hometown.
0: Oh, yes. Cake was awesome. Um,
1: Where can we expect to see you for other shows in the future?
0: I'm going to be... I'm going to be at SPX. And I'm going to be um, at... I'm going to be in in Portland sometime in mid-August. I'm still talking with... Fanta about about what's go- going down with that and 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 maybe and talking with Jason Levian about maybe doing something at Floating World, um, so that's in the works, um, and I'll be signing at Quimby's here in Chicago on August thirtieth, um, but the book will be Twelve Gems will be out well before then. I think it'll just got a couple weeks.
1: Nice, I think uh, I'll probably be posting this right around when it comes out.
0: Cool. Yeah,
1: um, so for now, twelve gems, death trap, and whatever. Vocals yeah, the tumblers.
0: Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, the CCC stuff is around. I don't. I think it's probably that that CCC nine uh, um, square bound book is probably is sold out. I think that has some longer. Uh, that has a couple of longish short things uh, by me, but and that yeah. Has... The,
1: that one has a precursor to um, 12 gems
0: yeah 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 a short story involved with two of the same characters. Um, I also have a, a a black and white zine called uh, I, I should have sent it to you Moore's Ultima ratio number two it's just it's just a stupid little horror story thing I made for last year's cake um, but yeah I'll be doing n- newest stuff is probably gonna be going up on Tumblr. Um, although I'm taking a break from that for a few weeks to focus on my next book, so.
1: Now the story in ccd nine, um, the Venus and Furs. Um, yeah. Is that was that kind of your first time using those characters?
0: It was yes, and actually I conceived of those characters as being in a relationship. Um, that they and then you know that was my first idea for the story was that they would be kind of like. Um, a bounty hunter couple, um, or something like that, and, and then, and then I kind of came up with the idea of the doctor, um, them, I came, I decided to make them all strangers, and the doctor kind of, kind of bringing them together with the, the dog, um, (laughs) to, as, as strangers to go on a mission, um, for, you know, because I, I, I thought that would create some, some kind of, like, awkward, uh, sitcom humor in the in the spaceship in the as they're kind of waiting to transit between the between worlds but yeah um i'm i, I love uh the the, the apple seed manga which is like has like a big hulking cyborg uh in a relationship with uh with this this woman i i don't know <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> i know i know that's one of Brandon graham's favorites
1: oh yeah uh first time at um he had this tattered copy with the covers falling off, and I think he still has, like, (laughs) three different versions of certain books. Um, Yeah, yeah. um, Now, a neat thing about the characters is they all kind of also play a bit of a, like, 1970s, 1980s character tropes, in a way.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, they, they are sort of archetypal, I guess. Yeah. I, I, the, and the way Furs is designed is, um, I, I wanted him to look like a, a, an, an actor, an actor in a suit. And, um, and I wanted, um, uh, yeah. And I mean, Venus looks straight out of like some, some, some B fantasy, some like shitty Italian fantasy <laughs> sword and sorcery movie. I was going to say
1: Italian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: And, uh, and then the dog is, is like a dog with wings pasted on. I think I got that. It, it, I may have been channeling some old memory of, 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 of monster movies that, were, that had just like large iguanas with like horns and spines pasted onto their bodies <laughs> or something like that. You know those, I, I don't know if those were Japanese or American monster movies from like 50 or 60 years ago. Uh, but that they, they, they that's how they would use real animals. Oh, oh and also this this old B movie, um, the Killer Shrews, uh, a black and white uh, B horror sci-fi movie about this island where some mad doctor or something has created a bunch of killer shrews, and the shrews in the movie are like are like cocker spaniels with like with like car like rugs like shaggy rugs on their backs and like hoods with like sp- big sharp teeth coming out so <laughs> <laughs> that's i that's how that yeah th- with the design of dog star i, I kind of want to evoke a, a kind of 50s or it, i think there are things in the book that evoke different decades um yeah like 50s b-movie stuff and retro future kind of ship and and environment designs um there's even a little phantom
1: menacey thing there with the like being pulled underwater and stuff maybe that Oh right.
0: fuck you are so right I didn't even think of that but you're right <laughs> I didn't I didn't even intend that's how that's how deeply ingrained these these pop cultural things are in 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 our minds you know I didn't even <laughs> I loved that movie when I I think that that came out when I was in middle school um, and, uh, the, uh, yeah, um, I loved that, that stupid movie at the time, <laughs> but yeah, the underwater environment, did they, did they have, uh, was it Jar Jar Binks's, uh, civilization, were they like, uh, did they have an underwater dome?
1: I can't remember. It's been Ugh, so either. long. Yeah. I, I just... saw it, I saw it like 2 a.m. the first night, it was about 3 a.m. the first night it came out, <laughs> Yeah, and the whole theater was drunk. And by Uh-oh. the end of it, everyone was asleep almost.
0: <laughs> oh, that's 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 not very that's not very geek, geeky <laughs> of them to fall asleep during the premiere of Star Wars Episode One. Yeah, I know. It was a, it was a sad moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really want there to be like a nineteen eighties Furs comic. Um, I, I I think it, it would have done well.
0: Oh, what do you mean? Like uh, like uh, oh, like for Furs to have had a series like <laughs> back
1: in the 80s from some obscure you know black and white publisher from whatever state um
0: oh well thank you for saying that it would have done well <laughs> I don't know I mean I'm not a am not opposed to spin-offs or, or or some people have asked me um I don't want to give ending of 12 12 gems but some people have asked me if i was interested in if 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 i had a sequel in mind and i definitely don't but i'm not opposed to like spin-offs with with some of the characters i think that would probably be a more interesting way to go um maybe maybe i you know i just have so many ideas for things that i want to do just percolating in my in my head that that 12 thinking about 12 gems and the characters working on them again is kind of like the last thing on my mind but <laughs> but but uh, but, uh yeah How- i'm How long
1: a break did you have to take um, because of your tendonitis?
0: Well, there were a few breaks. I mean, there was one point where I had a cast on my wrist for six weeks or something. And I had, I was wearing, uh, I also had a heavy lifting, a heavy lifting job at a a certain um, uh, natural and organic grocery chain. (laughs) <laughs> and and uh, where I still work, and um, the, uh, there was that, com- you know, uh, 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 compounded by the fact that I was drawing, uh, drawing in a frenzy, and 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 playing guitar also, and um, so that that w- there was a, there was a solid six weeks where I couldn't do anything because of that cast. And I also wore a brace, and I think after that I went to occupational therapy, which which was really expensive and. You know where I did all these stretches and stuff, and I had a cortisone shot. I had an MRI, and and then and then um, and I've been telling. Uh, I, I think I've done like one or two other interviews, and I'm mentioning this in every interview for for the benefit of cartoonists uh, who who may be interested, or and for the benefit of the guy who made this website, tendinitisexpert.com. I had done all of this 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 uh, this this outrageous, you know. Um, Diversity of things to try and cure the problem, and some of them would knock it out temporarily, and it would just keep coming back. But I, I randomly searched, googled a um, um, you know, tendonitis at home tendonitis remedies, and I and I found this website, TendonitisExpert.com, that had this like ice dip technique where you just you don't you don't have to buy a thing, you just fill your sink or a random uh, bucket with like. Ice water, and then dip your wrists in it uh, for 10 seconds every 15 minutes over the course of two hours. So that's about eight times total. And that, I, I, I did that for the first time like a year or a year and a half ago or two. Uh, and 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 that 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 cut down the inflammation in my wrists so significantly that I have had like almost no problems since. Like if I have a little bit of wrist pain, I do that ice dip trick and it's gone or it's it's at such uh it's it's such a minute level of like you know getting stiffness in my wrist or something that it's just like you know not even worth worth bothering about so that thank god for that that website i should i should i should i should should do like an official uh you know uh blurb for that website or something
1: or uh they should uh sponsor you
0: yeah i'll be yeah i'll i'll be in their commercial for their dvd or whatever
1: <laughs> we'll do a really ghetto youtube video <laughs>
0: yeah
1: oh hi i can draw now uh yeah <laughs> thank you so much lane for um joining me today to chat about um the 12 jams
0: oh no thank you so much I've i've been a fan for years seriously and i'm and I'm really glad to finally have been able to chat with you. Um, yeah, and uh, so so um, so I guess you'll cut. I'm sure I'm sure you'll cut out the part where we had the uh, sound. Oh yeah, issues. Yeah, that'll <laughs> okay, <go.
1: laughs> and. I'll-